Welcome back to Range Anxiety. We're here and we're going to have a bit of a dissection today, a bit of a, a lab experiment, um, because with me is the home tuner that's tuned this blow on VFSS that you all know. It's me, Weld. Hey, Weld. Hey, Marty. Hey, Bob. Bob. This is where it's at, isn't it, Marty? This is a bit of you, really. It is. But yeah. you notice I'm leaning here with my hand on the edge of the guard, because if I leant like this, what happens with Holden VF paint? You were a paint guy there. Uh, it can be a bit thin around the edges, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. it. Starts to march back and you worry like hell. Realised then I've got my hand here and with the one bonnet strut, that also made me a little bit nervous. I might get my hand yeah, out of there. Actually, I've, ne I've nearly had a WH <laughs> statesman perform a clean amputation of my fingers yeah. and also holding while I were at it, they forgot to paint the brake booster on this model. That lightweight trying to get the weight out of this thing. It's all race, this car, nothing but race. So you did go out and race, I what race. actually happened? I went well, out what, the... what, what, what were you even doing out there without me? You it's... know you hate it out there, buddy. You talk a good game, but every time we go out there, not interested. Not interested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, when I rang you from the track for some technical advice. I just not... didn't want to give you any, any hints, any clues. It didn't sound like that was the reason you couldn't give me any clues. See, what I do is if someone rings me up, because I get about 50 calls every roll racing night. Um, right. Um, what should I order from the cafeteria? <laughs> um, what latte should I get? Yep. Why wasn't my 300 horsepower car faster than a 1300 yep. horsepower car? So I just go, yeah. and hang up. And that works. It's exactly what he they did tell to me, me, people. It's exactly what he did. And they know then not to ring. Yeah, yeah. But I went out there yep. without you. Yeah. It's all about data gathering for No, me. it's all about you. It is about me. <laughs> but data gathering. I'm out yeah. there having a bit of fun. Don't have to worry about Martin's and his constant badgering and bickering badgering. and whinging. Get out there, have a bit of fun, and um, see how it goes. But the whole time, laptop plugged in from the first run to the last. Is that legal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they never said I couldn't. But you actually don't even have a laptop. You've got one of them little tablet things. Oh, hello. <laughs> was, was that a rod knock? I think it was. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a tablet, but it, it yeah. does the job. It's a good one. Was it the blue pill or the red pill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had both. Excellent. Just to even it out. But no, I went out there, went out roll racing. Um, I think, I estimate I did about 13 runs. Wow. 12 of them, successful. Yeah, so I was pretty happy with my night out. It was pretty well, good. how come... Uh, your entire, so we've done a, a shorts of this already. Everything's like, oh, messy, messy, beep, 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 when you're talking. How yeah. successful is that? I don't um, get it. No, it was still successful, but I, I guess you could say I'm fairly critical of my performances. Oh, I love it. Um, it's just this thing, you know what it's like, Martin. 6L80 transmission, paddle shifts, doing home it tuner. manually, home tuned. But that it's, it's hard to get this thing repeatable down the track the uh -huh. same every time you're telling the story <laughs> well it I just seems to have any yeah. trouble with the ones i said out there but anyway keep yeah going. but that's because you put them in for d for drag don't you and just leave them there yeah, that's so what are you doing putting it into manual mode and Why? to make life harder for yourself or you don't trust your tuning <laughs> it's not that i don't trust my tuning yes, it's it just is. there's a there's a little bit of tinkering that i need to do to get it just right i think my tuning's pretty good it's not bad. I'm not an expert, but it's not bad. But what I do have here is the opportunity to get out there, do some tests, yep. get some data, yep. analyze the data. Data never lies. That's right. And then work out a system from there. And what's your system then? Come around and see you. <laughs> <laughs> 
show you my laptop that you hate looking at. Oh, yeah, but it's and, just um, like, it's like seeing what we can do. I will admit, though, I do think D for drag is going to be the way to go for the drag racing. Yes. Be roll racing. Why is it different? Because I need to get out from the start. I need to launch. Yeah. This thing I'm already rolling. Yeah. So it's just a matter of flapping that paddle twice and it's all over. It's a flipper, not a paddle. They're called paddle ships, Martin, not called flipper ships. So does it look like a paddle? Don't look like a flipper either. <laughs> yeah. Feeding the fish. Where's he going with that? It, it's a paddle ship. So Rob. you flip up a gear, you don't paddle up a gear. Well, if you see me. But even right. in this, if it's an automatic, it's sort of like a simulated sort of, you know, it's like simulated sex. It's, you're not actually doing anything. It's like not engaging a shift. It's just sending an electronic request, which then goes, hey, torque converter, am I ready? <sighs> Fill this canister, apply that canister. It's like, you're yeah. living in fantasy land. And then now. it needs to see the correct RPMs, the correct mile an hour, mm. and then it makes a decision. You don't have any proper upshift or no, downshift. We do not have that control. Yep. And that is why I think we need to look at my data mm. and see where we need to make those shift points. Do you think the supercharger is making it a little bit harder for you? The yeah. Harrop 2300 FDFI supercharger. Prior to that going on, yeah, you hit the paddle and... Well, you never tag the limiter, put it that way. It didn't make enough power so to bother anyone. So why do you anyone. think that is? It's just accelerating so much more rapidly now. Or faster. Yeah. Same. But it gets there so much quicker mm. that by the time I consciously tell it I want it to change, yep. the car's like, what's he want? Yeah. It's already too late. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we are going to look at some data and you are going to help me out. And how did the drag heroes go, whatever they're called, the chicken heroes? They went sensational. Just a word of advice though for anyone out there running, as it gets colder, keep an eye on your tyre pressures because it was sensational during yeah. the day, great. Sunk too low. When it got cold later in the evening and I set my pressures at 18 psi hot, yeah, when it got cool, it was a bit sketchy. I thought you'd be all over cold shrinkage. <laughs> yeah, by the time you get out there at the track, it's the last thing you And you're in front of everyone yeah, on exhibition, it's like, uh, oh no, not again. <laughs> yeah. Been there before. Yeah. I get you. Shrinkage isn't a problem for me. <laughs> anyway, um, what might be a problem um, for you, the way you're bouncing the rev limiter? Now, what mm. happens when you hit a rev limiter? When that engine goes bar, bar, bar against the rev limiter, What's uh, going on in there? Well, the rods suddenly go from being pushed one way to stretching the other way. Essentially, there's, there's kind of. Essentially, that yeah. misfire is as hard on the engine as a detonation event. If you monitor cylinder pressure, I did this mm. many years ago um, with the guys from Nispro on a yep. different type of engine, but a knock event was the same as a rev limiter event, pretty much, yes. as to what you're feeding down that piston and conrod. Yes. Right? So without a flame front. Is it worse than knock? Well, it's just not bloody good, I can tell you that. I, I get that, but I see these boys out there with their burnout cars and whatever just sitting on that limiter. Are they making big horsepower supercharged? Uh, some of them possibly, possibly. And how many of them bend rods? I couldn't tell you that. I, I'm no burnout aficionado, but those things just seem to sit out there burning tyres for freaking Okay, ages. well, you listen to um, what you see on the screen and I'll listen to the science. Let's go over and have a look why. And here we have the Boganus Maximus once more, deep in thought. Some kind of northern suburbs mating ritual is going on here, where the data is being cleaned and analysed for any point of potential failure. But I think he's found it. Yep. There it is. Too slow and weak. weak. 
So what have you really found there, Paul? What, what I have found yeah. is that I've got a, a little bit of knock Ooh. down here. Now, Ooh, how much? Uh, only like not even a whole point of knock. Would you worry about Mate, that? Mate, that's just cleaning its teeth. It is, isn't it? So that's nothing, nothing to worry about. No, 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 no. It's probably stones and stuff flicking up on the motor or bits of belt like destroying itself or that or that piston hitting the counterweight. <laughs> yeah, it's counterweight. Now, when you see whole integers like two, three, then you know you're knocking. Got to get onto it. Yeah. yeah. You can see here, I've only tagged the limiter for, oh, I don't know, a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and How many only... Well, you worked that out, 6,000 RPM. Yeah. Right. It's six. Oh, six that's a lot eight. of yeah, that's yeah. a lot of rotation. That's too much, isn't it? Six, eight. Well, it doesn't seem to be too much. Um, six, eight, second gear. Yeah, it, it did hit for a fair while there. And <laughs> I'm going to say twice. Is that when you're doing beep it, beep it? Yeah, I reckon it was that. Yeah, yeah. when you were getting and walked then, by a stock 329. When I changed from second to third, I've gone and done it again. So you've got an auto-trans tune that you found mm. on the internet from an internet um, expert. How about we do a proper one before we go out next time? Well, it's, it's, uh, a, uh, it's a bit of a mixed basket what's in there. I've taken a bit from here and a bit from there, and mm. we'll see what happens here. I reckon, I reckon we're going to be all right. With yep. just a little bit more um, data gathering, yep. next roll racing's going to be all right. Now, it's this for a boost spike, Marty. What are we seeing there? Well, how, how much boost did it spike? Uh, went up to 14.3. It's the only bit. Is that when it's hitting the limiter? Oh, so you're an ideas, man. Because man. it's the throttle shutting on it. Yeah, It's causing okay. an instant pressure spike before the bypass releases. Yeah, yeah. So yep. you're up there for thinking, Paul. Well, that's why I'm here, Marty. Now, the other thing that I see, yeah. and I know this is about preservation, but why does my... Um, spark go to actually zero when the trans wants the shift i know that's talk management yes it is talk management it totally shuts off spark. are you logging spark talk management spark advance maybe <laughs> maybe not <laughs> remember the data will tell you everything that you need yeah Paul. yeah okay yeah ethanol fuel fresh from the servo mm. nothing but did you test it 70. e70 mm. wow you reckon that would have hurt on the day? Well, E85, what it's, the, yeah. that it's tuned to, probably would have been a better thing, Paul. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing looks like it was a bit of a, uh, like a fail boat. No, I, I did make some good um, observations as well. I noticed that on going past the end of the spark table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too much airflow, mate. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's maxed out at 1.32 grams a second. Yeah. So I yeah. rescaled it. Yeah. Good thing or bad thing? Doesn't really matter for the power you're making. <laughs> well, seriously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I went off the table by a bit. So I've how far did you go off the table? Oh, up around one point six grams a second. Ooh, feisty. It's, it's not bad. That's a spicy six yeah. liter. So, so I've added in a few more rows there. I rescaled a little bit and found I had a little bit of knock way out there as well. One degree. Oh, stop. Nothing Just to worry about. Stop slicing onions here. You've got to right. slice pistons. Last question. We've got air intake temps, 64 degrees C. Mm -hmm. What's your start the run at? Uh, let's We're looking for a delta, say, not an absolute. 46. Yeah, it's not too bad. So 20. Yeah. Right, increase. Why don't you put some ice cubes in your reservoir? Now you're thinking, should I? 
<laughs> no. Um, what you should do is put a bigger reservoir on it and cool it. Yeah. Yep. yep. Should we be worried about our spark correction with that sort of IAT? Probably. Are you would? I couldn't help but notice out there that um, I had IATs. It was pulling four degrees. What's your multiplier? Hang on. That's what you're commanding in the table. What's the IAT spark multiplier say? So if it's four degrees, just close that table. Right. And there's a multiplier table that then multiplies that via. This one here? Yeah. 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 Um, point <laughs> eight five. So there you go. It's multiplying that four degrees by point eight five to get your final IAT result. Right. Yeah. Good thing, bad thing. I leave don't know. It. Ask your engine. It's that's what tuning's about. <laughs> Marty, I'm trying to get more power out of it. What do we do? <laughs> leave it. Put a big block in it. Paul's ready for a bit of an inspection. Yeah, and I'm not getting the mirror out again <laughs> to see Just what's gone that. wrong, because. After looking at all of the roll racing footage and looking at Paul's efforts, I mean, he didn't drive it too bad. I mean, it's not too hard to drive for 200 metres or 220 metres in a straight line. Depends. Depends on the men in black. <laughs> yeah, but it. it was a bit on the slow side. I mean, everyone, let's face it, that ain't no Tesla killer. You know what that is? That's a dream killer. His yeah. own dreams. Oh, yeah, well, well, we'll see. We'll see on that one. That one's a hard one to know. But it is slow. So that is... Hmm. It's slower than I thought it would be, put it that way. So we pulled the blower off, mm. and uh, we're going to have a bit of a look at it. Now, I found a problem straight away. These are very reliable, very well engineered via Harrop. Um, Excellent. The FDFI 2300. But here's the power secret if you've got one on your Commodore. Listen. Sounds like an EV. <laughs> Just slower. But yeah, no, it's a beautifully engineered thing, so there's nothing wrong with the blower, is there? Nah, nah, blower's perfect. Boosters there. How yep. many, what sort of boost should I be running? Oh, look, old money or new money? One bar or 15 pound? Well, I'm running 13. So was that splitting the difference? Well, or? that's unlucky. Yeah, it is unlucky. 13. Should we put some more in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because here's what's going to happen. I'm not going to have to worry about any drag races or anything if you put more boost in, am I? No. But the thing is, the reason I brought that up is, what do you send cars out with boost-wise most of the time? What, no. do, you, what do you tell... A, a customer depends of yours. what it is and what they are. Um, yeah. Normally, you know, 10, 11 psi or you know, 0.7 bar on a um, daily driven 98 car is fine. But then everyone comes back and they want a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. And by the time you go to flex fuel, yep. because you've got the detonation um, resistance of E85, you can run, yep. you know, more boost. And so 13 to 15 yep. psi is it's quite fine. acceptable. Yeah. You don't think I'm leaning on that thing too hard? Well, you haven't been able to blow it up, so I'd say not. You've right. tried. I've tried. Yep. Now, what you've got to look out for is the little tapping sound, don't you? Tap, 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 yeah. Um, And what is that? Because that is the sign that the engine's broken. It runs perfectly, but it taps. Yes. That's that sign that you tell me we could be dealing with bent rods. And why does it tap? Well, I just happen to have one here because we've just pulled Paul's engine down. <laughs> and what happens is that the Conrod length itself becomes less via compression so that these little skirts here on the side of the piston, I can't see which one, yeah, this one here, has been hitting the counterweight on the crankshaft. So as it goes up and down, it goes tap, 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 and that's the noise you can hear. Yep. Um, what causes this? I would say tagging the limiter is never going to be great. Yeah. Always kicking them down and tagging the limiter. Detonation 
is obviously not going to be... Detonation will normally take out the ring lands first. As you can okay. see, there's no ring land damage here. And tagging the limiter like you do probably isn't so bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not so bad. It's when the engine's doing 4,000 RPM and it kicks down and spins straight to the limiter, 6,700. That instant acceleration combined with the limiter is like on top too of much, this. Too yeah. much. So you've always told me, do not let this thing kick down. No. That, that's rule kill, number one. Kill them every time. Yep. Is that because it's the 6L80, like, or is that just in general? No, well, it's in general, but it's because the rods are sintered in these things. They're made of silly putty. Yeah. You know, a decent set of con rods, that won't happen. But having said that, these are good rods in that... The word is on the street, 700 horsepower is what they're good for. Well, look, that will probably last. You can make any rod last to pretty much any power, providing you feed it the torque in a correct ramped fashion and don't overload it. Right. Right. So, for example, people that have a, a turbo car with a torque curve that comes up and drops away with a big boost spike, they're going to kill the rods. The ones that feed their torque curve in aren't going to kill the rods because they don't put shock peak loads yep. on the Conrod itself. Yep. This has been shocked, this one, because it's been kicked down from, say, third to first or second to first at, at high RPM and sat there and tagged the limiter and beaten itself to death. So if you look at it, Paul, do you want to measure that up for us? You can actually see there's a... It's a massive gap. There's a bend. There's a slight bend in there. And you'll yeah. see that, that that is enough to shorten it as it bends so that the piston hits the counterweight and yep. you get the tapping noise. Yep. What happens if you keep going? Well, eventually it's going to fail. Just say nothing good. Nothing good because we know what happens. They mm. end up exiting. They can. Stage left. Well, they can. Right. Normally when they exit, a bent rod won't exit the block. A bent rod's bent in compression. Right. Most con rods fail when they're pulled apart in tension. That's when they snap. So, for example, yep. you'll see a drag racer. Like, you are, you know, wheels up dig racer now, obviously. Well, that's another outlaw. problem for another day. Um, but you see the proper drag guys, well, as soon as I cross the line, bang, shut the engine before they're off the throttle. Yep. That way it doesn't go straight into massive vacuum and rip the rods apart. Right. Yeah, I've seen that a lot, never thought about that. That's what it is. Remember when we used to, in the early days, and we used to drag race GDRs right back in the 90s, they would always fail after the line. Yep, from and, the you know, D-cell. Always a deep yep. end, and I'd yep. say it was always from the D-cell, so everyone I, just I clutch thought, off. I would have thought it was bad turning them off at clutch that sort of... Well, what are you, you going to hurt? You're going to be some oil temperature issues maybe, or, or the turbos, but, you know, might have a hard life, and the bearings and the heat. But what's cheaper, a turbo or a whole engine? Yeah, well... Yeah, well, depending on whose turbo you're running. <laughs> Let's face it. Well, not the ones so, you get from Wish. So with an auto, mm. neutral, key off. Is that what you do? Nah, you're not making enough power. But, and if you, right, neut if you neutral and key off, my friend, you're going to lock your steering and end up straight in the wall. Yeah, electric I'm talking steering. about proper cars. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Just clicking it in neutral and roll it down. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's, there's nothing good about a sustained deceleration as soon as yeah. you get off. And again, I might be wrong, but this is what I found just over my years of yeah. experience of blowing things up. Um, so, so me personally, mm. if this comes out of my engine, what are we going to do now? Laugh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, after we've all laughed at my expense. Build one. Put some proper sticks in it, some proper rods and pistons, and then really lean on it. Same block. Why not? Piston, right. rod, crank. Nah, standard crank's fine. Standard crank. For what you're doing, unless you're going up and blower size, and even then, stock crank's well, good. Well, that's when is the last time you saw one break a crank? 
Uh, You're a forum guy. In, in an LS or in a... In a LS3 yeah. or whatever it is. I, to be honest with you, no, I do not remember the last time I saw one break. Except for mullet, I think it was, in a big block Chev. Does big yeah, block Chev run a standard LS3 no, crank? Hell no. But well, look, what are we talking about? We're here? talking aftermarket gear here mm. anyway. And that's what I was going to say. Next step, right? We mm. put in forged rods, forged pistons, yeah. standard crank. What are we going to do? We're going to look for more power, aren't Rev we? Rev it harder and put a bigger blower on it or put more boost into it. So should we do the crank while we're there? I don't know. It's up to you. What about you do some trunnions while you're at it? <laughs> trunnion upgrade. Why not? Good trunnion upgrade. Trunnions for onions. But um, all right. So I think we've got a plan for you. Um, mm. Are you going to go back out roll racing again anytime soon? This month, I reckon. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely unreal. Well, so, when we review my data and we play with my tune and get my shift points right, I need to try D for drag or I R for roll race, as someone pointed out to me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you for uh, watching Range Anxiety again. And, and I hope you liked a bit more of a technical viewpoint with Bobe.